0: Hello, back smash again. Piece, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh shit! Oh. Fucking smash.
0: Okay. Okay. Are we good? No, I'm gonna, I to it it. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. We're back. <laughs> I'm just fucking waiting. Ration beers, bro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking, that's all I do. <laughs> okay. I can't talk like
0: fucking, that. Fucking... I can't back, that voice. <laughs> it's episode uh, 16, Kaleidoscope. <laughs> we
1: got an egg roll.
0: Yeah, we got it's egg a roll. Though. Fucking dog. Uh, I'm gonna eat it. Back, I'm here with... Uh, Brad and Grant. Grant, we're going to talk about psychedelics. Grant
2: is also back. I was not betrayed, as Yeah, what we discussed earlier. No, he was not at
0: all betrayed or remotely even replaced. Not even a little bit. Anyway, not replaced. I fucking emphasized that, too, in the intro, if you were to listen beyond the first 10 seconds. I
2: didn't. I just heard Mitch and John Darrow. Yeah, and both. you
0: were like, you fucking... He severed it. Yeah, no, hell yeah. no, you gotta go listen to it. I specifically <laughs> said, yeah, I'm just gonna fucking have more frequency and have all kinds of people and stuff. Pretty much what he said, basically. Anyway. Smash beers. We're gonna fucking smash and beers. This whole fucking podcast is just gonna be that. Smash and beers. Smash and beers. Smash and
1: <laughs> smash your smash you fucking dog <laughs> Smash your fucking egg roll
2: Holy oh, shit okay. Yeah that's all we do Smash beers and smash boys
1: bro That's fucking oh. it Sometimes I smash dogs <laughs> Fucking love dogs I okay. got inside my jacket right now It went Australian <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you went from, like, a fucking Brooklyn-ass motherfucker from the Queens or some shit to Australian.
1: I <laughs> All right, all
0: right. Anyway, we're not talking about fucking beers. We're talking about psychedelics, or we're supposed to, at least. That's the whole point. I
2: tried to agree upon beforehand.
0: Yeah, that was the agreement beforehand, so...
1: Yeah, it's conversation. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Fucking okay. 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 no more smation.
1: Alright. Stop playing footsies. Fuck with me. off,
0: dude. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your foot I noticed you always take your shoes off at my doors. That's some like Chinese shit.
1: Yeah, I just wanna share the sandals together though. Yeah. Can I put my foot in your slipper? <laughs> at the same time. You can just, just leave it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just leave
0: it. <laughs> alright, alright. God damn it. Psychedelics. We've all done this. We're experienced. Well, y'all sleep. more so than me. Jesus fuck. We all want to start.
2: What's I think we should start by. Exactly. We should define what psychedelics are for us in the terms of this conversation, right? So, unless you have any crazy experiences. Brad, that I either forgot about or you haven't told me about, we're basically referring to the trifecta of LSD, mushrooms, and DMT. Yeah, it doesn't really... go will be on that for me, nowadays. Now, there's also, uh, obviously, Molly is probably the most common other one people have heard about. Early 2000s, you had your fucking salvia spells. Salvia is still in and out. Yeah, there's a, and then even less common there's peyote from cactus extracts and ketamine, which is what they use to like tranquilize animals at the vet. Ayahuasca, which is your DMT based brew that originated in the Amazon. There's ibogaine, which is Africa's version of ayahuasca, essentially. Yeah, but still from what I famous. heard on that one, not from personal experience. God, I
1: wish I did it, but. Um, the god or quote unquote god is that appears is on ayahuasca um, I guess differs quite a bit from uh, like, ibogaine because on ibogaine from most reports it's very masculine hmm. and on ayahuasca it's very feminine which is interesting and I don't know why but it is Probably <laughs> <laughs> one of them just fucks you and one <laughs> of them just like, frees you <laughs> You're free from all your fucking
2: sins And the other one's like I'm gonna fucking rape you <laughs> Probably one of the least known That's still at least somewhat common Is the chura, Which is a type of flower From Europe And what's interesting about that Is most psychedelics Are not from Europe, right? Most psychedelics come from either Africa Or well, South you America Well, have the Amanita muscaria mushroom That grows pretty readily in Europe Does that grow in Europe? Yeah, it was fucking Growing in the Queen's Garden, dog Huh, okay <laughs> So I, I knew that, that Ibogaine, and I heard that was part of the reason for the fact that modern Western culture is so distant from psychedelics, is the fact that not a lot of psychedelics grow in Europe, and detura is, is very aggressive, it, it's kind of like salvia in a way, um, or nutmeg, isn't that mildly psychedelic in large doses? I think so, same with the fucking moonflower seeds. Yeah. yeah. It gets to the point, like it, it has a lot of common with... Um, With ketamine, in the sense that the LD50 is low with respect to the active dose, it it can be dangerous and it's usually not physiologically pleasant. Whereas, you know, on the opposite end, you have mushrooms and LSD, which are almost completely harmless physically, but they just fuck you mentally. (laughs) Yeah, but they're not always pleasant,
1: though. You can have, like, a lot of people that, you know, get, like, uh, upset stomachs, nausea.
2: No, yeah, but, yeah, but no. death isn't really a concern. Death of the ego. Yeah, <laughs> not, not, not death of the body. I mean, a lot of drugs, the the overdose potential is always there. I mean, it's pretty easy to overdose on a lot of drugs, but LSD is actually, in terms of overdose, the safest drug because you can have about 10,000 times the effective dose and still not die from it.
0: Well, what would be the most dangerous psychedelic?
2: In terms of overdose? Yeah. Um, You'd have to look this up, but I would say probably, as far as well-known psychedelics are the ones we've mentioned, I'd say probably ketamine or deutera, or or molly after that. Um, But molly has a lot of adverse, not so much life-threatening, but uh, molly has been shown to create something called dendritic spines, which is where if you look at the dendrites on the axons of your neurons they get like spiky calcium formations that build up on them that never go away for the rest of your life after one use of mdma or molly that contains mdma
0: damn dog you're fucked
2: and there's been, there's, been some, <laughs> there's been some reports of people who do large doses of molly where for hours or even days after they come down off the drug they can't read where they did you Mali? have that experience I, mean, I still can't read. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, I mean, as far as as far as um, mental recovery, obviously DMT would be at the top of the list in in terms of mental recovery. I mean, ten minutes later, realistically, we'll say an hour later, an hour later, you have completely no effects, positive or negative. You don't remember anything. Um it's not even like skydiving where where like an hour after skydiving you might still have this like that was fucking crazy like thing going through your head but even an hour after DMT it's not like that this is fu- that was fucking crazy thing because it's like a dream you don't really remember what happened yeah it only is like that was fucking crazy let's say it lasts 10 minutes or maybe 15 minutes the, that was crazy part lasts 10 15 minutes after that and then an hour after that, there's just no recollection at all. Um, yeah, very reminiscent of like a dream
1: state and you wake up in the morning and you're like, it starts fleeting away, right? As you're trying to grasp onto that memory, it's like almost getting pulled into the ether as you're trying to re- recollect it. Yeah. And it's fucking just swims away like, bye-bye.
2: <laughs> 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 Can you ever get me back? Mm-mm. Mm-mm, girl. Acid, on the other hand, um, I mean, we're really only familiar with acid mushrooms and DMT in this podcast, because we may or may not have allegedly consumed these substances, but... Too many times. <laughs> <laughs> acid, in, in my opinion, seems to be... Acid and mushrooms share a lot of parallels, but acid seems to be the more aggressive and abrasive of the two. Physically... Maybe I mean mentally is a different subject, but just physically, um, the next day after you do acid, um, usually you got very little sleep the night before. You feel very mentally exhausted, and there's there's a gritty, um, slimy, dirty feeling that lingers in your brain for like a day or maybe two days after you do it. Um, it's like, are you retarded? <laughs> or are you just recovering i <laughs> yeah. like I don't know <laughs> it <Yeah>. could be <laughs> it doesn't feel good it feels good in like a masochistic kind of way if you want to think of it like that but yeah but it's certainly that recovery mode
1: like after acid man is fucking vital and brutal yeah like coming back from an acid trip cause you're just like for fucking 13 hours like your brain is just like a goddamn fucking factory just pumping fucking billions of machines, like inside your head, like just yeah. rigorously at full max capacity, and it's just like shooting in every direction, just fucking cum shots everywhere. Wow yeah, yeah, and like you can't even hold on to the cum anymore. You don't even know who you're coming on. Because there's just so much cum in your brain, and you're like,
0: "What the fuck? <laughs> This motherfucker's gonna die one day. They're gonna put that shit in one of his
2: ears." Brad,
0: there's so much cum in your brain. <laughs> but
2: no, like a, a more a more medical, it's, uh, in medical terms, what what that is is when you he- when you hear that your brain operates at ten percent capacity. What that really means is that at any given time, about 10% of the neurons in your brain are firing. So if you if you looked at an MRI of your brain in real time, it would be like a fireworks show. There'd be lights going off here and there, and it's moving around, but you use every neuron in your brain, just not all at the same time, right? But when you do acid, all of the neurons, or most of them, but way more, and you can see this on MRIs, let's say 90%, are going off simultaneously. So you have neurons in your left frontal lobe firing at the same time as neurons in part of your rear occipital lobe that might never fire at the same time normally, but on acid they do. And so as a result, you have you have a lot of um, realizations and connections that you never would have made otherwise. And so after doing this for 13 hours, your brain is exhausted. You know? yeah.
0: See, the way I felt was I felt like throughout throughout the experience there's that warm up phase right so when you're starting out it's it's more like a an excitement or a trepidation on the, the
2: come up it's euphoric I feel yeah like. almost yeah. A like a giddiness. stimulate like
0: yeah and then it takes a while to hit maybe an hour and then when it fucking hits it's just like it ramps mm-hmm. and then of course you know you're fucking giddy and like super uh, like a tidal wave of elation and then it gets awkward as fuck because yeah. that's at the point like he's describing where your brain just fucking goes and the cum shards stop, stop fucking happening everyone's fucking nutting I feel like that too you know? like,
1: did I just come on him <laughs>
0: like,
1: <laughs> but is that why we're looking at each other so weird right your now your fucking
0: what? brain just like caps out and it's thinking beyond the measure that your ability to speak can keep up with right yeah. that's how I felt I felt like my brain is operating at fucking capacity but I can't enunciate there's well, no you way to me articulate. Me, no, there's no like, way words to articulate
1: because it's well, yeah, it's literally too fast. Like the problem uh, is,
0: you both know that. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's and, and that's why over. it's awkward. Yeah, that's why it's awkward. Everyone knows that. Everyone, it's like I know and I could look at you guys and I'm like, oh fuck, there's okay. too much. Yeah. Like normally, too like, fucking much.
2: In normal sober Western society, we have like assumptions about like about conversation where we simplify it and we just say we're not even going to think about these other things yeah. And at, at the expense of just having a normal conversation. But when everyone's on acid, you can see it in everyone's eyes that people aren't on that track yeah. anymore. Well, you <laughs> see, well what, what it is is,
0: you know, yeah, you, you have a certain societal barrier, you know, normally, like right now. But when you're on acid, they're gone. They're fucking obliterated and you know that. And you're all naked. Everyone is naked. Everyone is vulnerable. And you know that. You know you are, so I know you are and you are. Right? And then your mind starts to move at such a pace that you can't possibly keep up with or articulate. And that's when you get quiet. And that's when we went to the opposite sides of the fucking yard
2: <laughs> and fucking
0: silently reflected while our fucking minds were in rapid fire. we up the
2: chairs from around the fire pit and yeah. put them around the yard. I'm going over here. Yeah. And then I just... We sit like 20 feet apart as if we were Yeah, you guys sat in
0: different fucking corners <laughs> and I stayed at the fire. We were out in the fucking fire pit in my backyard and I poked the shit out of it forever just trying to keep it alive. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's an incredibly powerful fucking feeling because it forces you to confront. And I, I look at it as not in a mind altering drug. I don't, that wasn't how I felt the experience went. I felt like it was a mind opening drug. I felt like it, as you said, you know, you're op- only operating at a small capacity in your brain. I feel like it unlocks the potential of what your brain should be, yeah. you know, at a higher level and it's yeah, just revealing sort of the it reality be,
1: and also well not also but like if it should be like that it also has to be able to be contained and confined into categories or something because at that time it's all so random and miscellaneous and all of them are shooting at the same time it's like nothing makes sense because there's too many but if it was meant to be at that capacity there would have to be some, some type of like categorizing.
0: Yeah, I'm you know, not saying it's meant to be at that yeah, capacity what, necessarily.
1: I'm just saying that... It seems like
2: chaos at that point. Yeah, you know? Your brain does seem to be able to make some kind of sense of it, right? It does, It's but chaos like, a lot of the time, but...
1: When it does make sense, it's like the sense that it does make is always just, like, all about, like... It's almost like it's just constantly trying to solve a puzzle. Well, it's, it's not trying to like trying to put it into words. Yeah, sure. it, you can't. It's not like trying to make simple logic. Like, why is this log here? It's like, where did this log come from?
2: How long has yeah. it been aging? Who cut it down? Like, it's just fucking dissecting. Well, everything. It does the Do meaning. Them. You look at everything in terms of meaning instead of logic. I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, and
1: it just goes and wraps it down to the fucking core within seconds. Well, it forces
0: like, you to. Confront like in a in a conscious mind, you don't you know you you have subconscious insecurities or problems or whatever that you just ignore or don't really think about or actively avoid. But when you're on acid, it forces those things to the forefront. You can't run anymore, you know. They're right fucking there in your face, and you have a choice. I mean, you can you know, and I mean, if you have a bad trip, obviously you just remind yourself it's a fucking drug and no end, you know, and it will. But Generally, it's trying to confront... It's getting you to confront a problem and to come up with a solution. And that's why it never fucking stops. And your brain just feels like it's on a loop. And it does feel like you're trying to solve a problem. Because usually there is a conflict or a problem. And it wants you to fix it. Yeah, let's take
1: too much acid, man. There ain't no fucking problems besides getting out of the trip. (laughs) Like, (laughs) in China, when I didn't take eight hits of acid, like, there was... I just fucking wondered for so long, like, am I going to come back to this reality? It's like, I'm (laughs) really, after all the realities that my brain took me through, I figured that this life that I'm in right now was the best alternative, was, like, literally, we talked about this, the medium. Like, the, the balance of, like, all the past and present, all the circumstantial lives you could have had from the roll of the dice from a one to a six, you know, living on a yacht or being fucking a sex slave, you know, like, the life I'm in was somehow perfectly balanced in the middle of everything, like, and I could not get back to this life, and like, I was going through so many life forms, but like, time, the time frame changed from linear to cyclical and it just seemed like there was just repetitive reincarnations happening inside my mind I was so many different ethnicities and people in different countries with different lives and different families and different fortunes and misfortunes and all at the end it was so exhausting all I was just fucking begging to like whatever God or God there wasn't that just fucking please bring me back to my apartment in China. <laughs> like, <I'm> like, <laughs> fuck,
2: that was the best life I had, like, from where I was. You know, a lot of times this, like, sort of mental exercise that I'll practice is if you ever feel like there's a lot of bad things happening to you, just picture something terrible happening. Like, picture the fact that maybe you die at some point in the future, and then what happens when you die is you get reincarnated to this exact moment and how happy you would be to have that happen yeah so that's what I think about like if something shitty just happened to me like let's just imagine 10 years in the future I die but instead of just going blackness I come back to this moment however shitty it may be right now yeah and I'm just like that would be awesome you know
1: I try to do that in like all aspects of my life though like even like when I'm driving now since I'm back in America yeah like uh like, I realized how much I get used to get angry with, like, traffic, mm-hmm. and I was, like, behind someone the other day on this, like, country road, and they were going so slow, and I was about to get mad, and I was just like, just like just pretend that's your grandma in front of you. <laughs> just that fucking piece of shit in front yeah. of you is your
0: dumbass grandma. That's the fucking yeah. David Foster Wallace shit. That's what I was trying to, you were too fucking drunk last time. <laughs> I was trying to show it to him when he was fucking super drunk. He, he fell asleep. Yeah. yeah, but we should I've, show. We, we'll show you that later. Tonight. Yeah, it's it's fucking amazing, and that that's sort of the gist of it is yeah, perspectivism and seeing the world that way, seeing the world through you know. And he sort of touches, without going too much into it, you know, he touches on, <clears throat> and I think that ties deeply into acid in general. Yeah. Is that exp- that feeling, that sensation that everything and everyone is is one, it's just connected.
2: Well, what what Brad's saying about picturing that. Driver in front of you as your grandma to try to not get mad. It's not like some kind of morally superior thing, like where you're saying I don't get mad at people because I'm a really good person. You know, it's for your own sake. Like if you if all you ever do is get mad at people you don't know, and that's like how you feel all the time is angry and upset at the world, then that's just how you are.
0: Yeah, well, it's a poison. I mean, any of those feelings. If you're an angry, bitter, fucking venomous person you know, you're, you're going to have a shitty, angry, bitter life, right? So picturing it's your fucking old grandma, then, yeah, if, that, if that's what it takes to fucking calm you down. But it's about seeing things through different lenses. You know, like a lot of what David Foster Wallace says in that speech, you know, some, like, dickhead's fucking barreling down the road. And you're like fuck this guy cut me off piece of shit and you just assume the worst you assume he's a fucking jerk off he's selfish but you don't know he could have his fucking sick kid in the back seat who's has an emergency he's fucking dying or something he's rushing to the emergency room you really don't know and i always assume that yeah
2: it doesn't hurt you to assume no because it's only only going to hurt you to think
0: exactly it only benefits you because if you think the worst i mean you're going to feel the worst yeah right And that's sort of the sensation with acid, for me at least, was it was a feeling that no matter what, no matter what I thought, no matter, no matter what, everything felt cyclical. It felt connected. I told you this before, you know, when I touched my dog, my hand was on my dog. I could just see, I could see beyond the flesh. I could see into the bone, past the bone, and I could just see this fucking energy flow out of me and into the dog and back to me. And when I did this, when I touched the floor, like any fucking thing, the ceiling and that painting that kept moving in my fucking bedroom. And then when I went into the bathroom and looked in the mirror, it was cyclical, not to the extent of what you're describing, where it's like fucking different people and all this, that, and the other, but in a much more simplistic way where I saw myself just age and get older and older and older to the point where I was fucking incredibly old and decrepit, and then I would just reverse cycle back to being, and I saw myself as a teenager again. And I then had I just that saw myself. The same
1: fucking yeah. thing happened when I was on mushrooms in Wilmington. Uh, I looked in the mirror, dude. I had the fucking aging cycle happen. Right. And I had a, dude, mirror experiences are fucking crazy when you're on psychedelics. Another time, I was on acid, also in Wilmington. And I looked in the mirror, but it was on accident. I was in this girl's room, and she had like one of those stand up mirrors beyond her bed. And I like, glanced up, and I was like, fucking got kind of scared my head shot back up because i thought there was someone standing in front of me and i was like who's the extra dude <laughs> 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 shit man this party filled up quick <laughs> <laughs> fucking devil's threesome <laughs> yeah. i was like oh shit and i look up and it's just myself i was like all right i, I can handle this okay, I know this, guy. <laughs> I <know> this guy. <laughs> yeah we could do two of this it's all right <laughs> yeah. but i looked up and like uh, as i like started like uh concentrating on my face looking up and i started seeing it like in its entirety like the skin looked like it was being fucking like almost blasted with like a like a heavy wind like so fast and so strong that it was like flapping my cheeks as if i was skydiving and then the flesh started ripping away piece by piece until i could see the muscle and the ligaments and like the strains, just and fibers holding it together, and then that ripped off, and everything underneath it was robotic. It was oh, fucking fuck. strange. That's the end of my story. <laughs> 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 it ends right there, <laughs> <laughs> and then I killed myself. <laughs> and time cyclical, so Wait, I that's, reincarnated here. That's, that's so incredible, <laughs> though,
2: because it's we just have no idea what any of that means. Like, how did your brain even come up with this? Idea for robotics. I, mean, why, why I probably watched Terminator too many times when I was a kid.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Psychologically scared me. It's just, it's crazy. It, it, I mean, we're just gonna talk about it here, but it, you can't understand what it's like, really, unless you do it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty fucking insane feeling because <laughs> for tired. me, I've told you before, like going into it, I was super fucking terrified. It it was petrifying to me though, because everything that I was worried that it would bring to the forefront of my mind it did it did exactly what I feared but ultimately it was to my advantage which was I don't want to fucking die I don't want to die I don't want to die I don't want to confront death I want to think about death. and it fucking brought that shit right to the front it did not waste any fucking time you know very quickly it just was like you're gonna fucking deal with this and you're just you're not running and that's what the whole like fire thing was just poking poke, poke and prod and just that fire just kept running it was slowly fucking eking out and i just didn't want to give it up because to me it was life it was death it was everything and i never i just didn't want to give up and as soon as that fucking flame went out i was right when it was down to the last ember i was so terrified about how am i going to feel how am i going to react because to me that was indicative and symbolic of dying You know, so how the fuck am I going to react to that? And then finally when it went, and that was it. I didn't, I wasn't just, I wasn't sad. I wasn't scared. I was relieved. I was incredibly fucking relieved. felt like the weight of the fucking universe had been lifted off my shoulders. And then I laughed. I fucking laughed. Because I just accepted that you're going to fucking die. Who cares? And the only logical solution is to just fucking laugh at it. To accept, as you can do. Yeah, there's nothing you can do just to fucking accept it, the absurdity of it. And and as you've learned throughout your experiences as well, is to just fucking do and see every fucking thing. Just say yes. Just say yes. Just say, fuck, yes. Yes, man. Yeah, yes. Fucking Jim Carrey, that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, you have fucking nothing to lose, and people wait. And I think that's, that's the lesson I learned, is that people wait their whole lives. They wait and they plot and plan meticulously for life to fall into in, into the perfect place the perfect pieces as if it's a it's a fucking puzzle yeah. and it's never gonna it's never gonna life is messy and haphazard and shitty you know and it's, it's just that's all it is
2: that's that's like my my philosophy that I picked up is that nothing is certain and so I live my life like when, when people say like are you gonna like are you gonna do this and that like well, I don't know. I mean, what I want to do and what's going to happen are two totally different things. So I'm not going to like, tell you what I want to do as part of small talk because then I'm going to be held to it on some level at least, you know? Yeah. you can have a
0: general overview. I mean, it's not wrong to fucking have hopes and dreams and plans. But, you know, what I'm saying is that's not necessarily what I'm condemning. It's, no, it's not the notion of having a hope because, like you're saying, yeah, it could fucking be crushed tomorrow hit by a fucking bus or something. But... It's just that people don't live. Like, they don't even fucking try. They don't walk out the door. They don't say yes. They do not take that risk. Even the smallest risk. Nothing, you know? Like, if they're single, and they're lonely, and they want to feel loved, which is a fucking universal emotion. Love is universal. You know? You get a happy you know? ending. You know? You fucking, yeah, ending. you can go get a happy ending <laughs> at the fucking uh, little massage parlor. But, get, on, get on Tinder. Yeah. I mean, fuck, that's what I did. I got on fucking Tinder. I'm married to a woman I met on fucking Tinder,
1: okay? What happens to all the fucks, though, that don't get matches and shit on Tinder?
0: Well, bro, you know, what? that fucking one guy from the mall. Remember that guy? This fucked up looking, bro. Oh, that guy is so fucked up looking, dude. Oh, man, his shit is fucked up. He got, like... Fucked up teeth, his head, his fucking hairline start back here. It's fucked (laughs) up, dude. He's got like a little fro, but it starts out here. And
1: his head's a rectangle.
0: It is, but it's weird. It
1: goes upwards.
0: I've seen that guy around. (laughs) I've I've seen that guy around a couple times.
1: And he's like five foot two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every fucking Uh, Oh, everyone wants those. Physical that that could go against him looking good. It happened. Everything that's that nutty. could
0: go wrong did go wrong. Yeah. But what I would say to that is, you know, play to your strengths. Play to your fucking strengths. You he can do a lot. You can. <laughs> you can, man. But every, there's somebody for everybody out there. I fucking firmly believe that. I believe, like, if he's a 2 out of 10, there's a fucking woman out there that's a 2 out of 10 that's just suited for him. You know? Is it going to be harder? Yeah. He's going to have to struggle and he's going to have to fucking face rejection. You know
2: what I've always wondered about well, people that are like that? It's like, do they feel... Do they feel like they're settling when they have to give with another two out of ten, or are they genuinely attracted to that two out of ten, or are they just Good doing question. that because they don't have a choice and they know they don't have a choice and they feel like somewhat sad about that? That's inside. settling. Yeah, so that's the same the thing. The question is, person. are they settling? But the yeah. question is, like, are they genuinely attracted? He, yeah, that he's person? saying, are they are truly they attracted, attracted, or are they settling to do that?
1: Well, a rational decision is settling. You're settling for fucking emotional and fucking. Yeah like loneliness but are they
2: genuinely attracted
1: to that person that's the whole question are they genuinely attracted or are they settling settling is that whole mixture of not being attracted not being enough thinking you won't get better being too
0: lonely i think it's person to person i
1: think that's all just settling yeah yeah yeah, but i think it's the category the
0: point is though is that i'm sure it's highly circumstantial i'm there are some people who just aren't as shallow and there are people who are relatively unattractive who are genuinely probably uh, Attracted to other unattractive people You know but I would say by and large Most people probably feel like They're settling you know because like, uh, but, they, but they understand like hey There's got to be a certain amount of contentment In there though yeah well it's yeah. like if you're If I'm a fucking two if I'm super fucking Banged up and I'm gross And I'm super overweight I'm super Ugly everything fucked up You know you are dude <laughs> Well then it's like I'm gonna feel like, hey, you know, this is the best I could do, and I would be content in that. Personally speaking, you know, I'm fucking no ten or anything, but I'm reasonably well, attractive. Maybe a seven. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> if I seven, I'm fucking all right with that. Seven's about people. People get too offended. You know what I mean? This is our fucking topic, or whatever. But it's like people are so upset when you're like, yeah, yeah, you're a five. Five's fucking average. At least you're not ugly. Like, if you're a five, you're to me. If you're a five, you're not ugly. You're just fucking exactly average. Like, I'm not, I don't look at that person. I'm like, wow, how beautiful. I'm so, you know, I don't, I'm not attracted to a five because it's just fucking neutral. I don't care. I'm not, you're not so hideous that I'm repulsed by you. I'm actively fucking disgusted by looking at you, but you're not attractive enough to draw my attention. So if you're a seven and it's like, you're attractive enough to like garner the attention of another person, you know, and you're certainly not fucking hideous. And on, the only people who's not gonna fuck with you are the super super upper echelon. So I don't see anything wrong with that. And on top of that, if nah, you, you got are some
1: arrogant sixes that won't fuck with a five, yeah, <laughs> like, it, it, it's true,
0: it's true. But it's like if you're marginally attractive, let's say you're seven, you could do so many fucking things to up that. Like if your face is a seven, right? Because you can't do much about your face. Then you could fucking get in shape. You could dress super nice. Honestly, you know. Yeah,
2: like, dressing nice getting a better haircut and working out those three things alone yeah. will take you up two Absolutely. notches in the zero to ten
0: scale yeah. easily like I don't think I'm a fucking super sexy you know I'm fucking ginger I got a big ass nose wear fucking nerdy ass glasses you know I got knocks against me I got fucking freckles everywhere red hair I can't really do anything no soul no soul yeah. But you know Some people might be into that I don't fucking know yeah. So You get some goth girls Well dude she's black She has enough soul To make up for me So That okay. is true Yeah Man, She, she got, got double the soul Fucking good. double soul Blackness Double soul points yeah. I have zero soul points She has double So we break even So the way I see it Is like Well if I dress nice Which I think I dress Pretty fucking nice Then if I dress nice And I put in some Fucking effort And then it's like Hell yeah Alright I'm alright yeah. You know Doing pretty good
1: Then people you just know? question Whether or not you're gay well, yeah. it's
0: like, I'm okay with that. I could live with that. Yeah. But now if I was that two out of ten motherfucker with a pushed out hairline, first I would shave my head. I told okay. him that,
1: man. Shave the head. Shave your fucking hair. head. If
0: you have a fucked had, up hairline, shave your head. And he also had a pedophile mustache. Shave that pedophile should mustache.
1: Should into a beard. Yeah. Cover up It's thing.
0: like, if you're short, man, you know, the best advice I would say is definitely getting shaved. That's number one. That's the first thing I say. Get fit if you're short. Fit and short, like it's a it's a stereotype, but it's true. Get fucking fit and wear fucking boots. That's it. That's about wear all you boots. can get. Where hell yeah, wear some, boots. Wear some boots, man, I'm telling Where you. Where the fuck did that come from? What's that have to do with being short?
1: Fucking pop you up an inch? Yeah, hell yeah. A uh, couple uh, inches. Uh, some
0: nice boots, like uh, those boots behind you. I to I'm waiting to get a uh, better size, they're too fucking big. Um t- two inches right there. You know? Two inches <laughs> right there. Fucking take it. I'm not saying to put in inserts. Just, if you're fucking six, if if you're 5'2", hey, that's a cute 5'4", right? You could find a chick who's, like, fucking super tiny. It's not that hard. You know, like, yeah, every woman wants to be with a tall dude, pretty much. But, like, a fucking five-foot, even chick, you know, like, if she found a guy who was super awesome and this, that, and the other, and he's, like, 5'4", 5'5", it's doable. You know, it's unlikely, but it's doable. I mean, it's going to be harder.
1: It's going to have to have some money.
0: Yeah. You know, the point is, is you can always fucking improve yourself. You can always fucking improve yourself. And that's sort of fucking going back to the acid thing. That's the whole point is like, it's a fucking tool in my opinion for self-improvement. It forces you to acknowledge your flaws and gives you the opportunity to grow from it and to reflect. It's not a drug where it's like in the sense of bro, you fucked up colors. (laughs) <laughs> colors, man! Well, well, colors!
2: definitely colors. people like that. There are. That's all that they experience. From sure, but, but I feel, feel like you're
0: really missing
2: out. In, in, the, in the hands of a at least semi-intelligent person, acid can have as much... After one use, it can have as much of a positive impact as like a four-year degree could have. That's in huge. terms of your personality development.
0: It's huge, like I told you. That, him, you know, and he pushed me sort of into it, and I'm fucking super grateful for it because it was the best timing it was the best timing because it happened right before all the medical stuff I had happened and that I don't think I could have had a better preparation for all of what was to come the fucking super turmoil and trauma and the physical fucking suffering the mental anguish that I can't imagine anything in this fucking world that could have better prepared me for what was ahead than that it was a great experience but you know it's fucking mileage varies person to person So, ultimately, I think it's a highly reflective and incredibly important experience to have. And anybody who is even fucking remotely intelligent, as you said, I would encourage them to try it, you know.
2: Yeah, it's definitely not a, a party drug. But the thing is, it's not that popular, honestly. Like, my four years of college, I've only met, like, one because usually there's like there's like groups of people that, that you meet in college that are in a, in like a friend group and I'll, I'll start hanging out with different people and i only met one group of people ever that that had taken acid that would talk about it mm-hmm. so out of, out of like probably a hundred people that i interacted with only one group of three people that i talked to like had ever actually fucked with acid well
0: what all. was their experience like with it
2: one of them was more intelligent than the other two, but in general they hadn't had like, they never talked about the stuff we're talking about. It wasn't like life changing for them, but they had just done it. Like there's, a, there's one type of person, you know, most people don't ever do it, right? They just never even picture themselves as the type of person that would do it. And then of the people that do it, it's usually unintelligent people that volunteer to do it because of a lack of fear. Not out it's an ignorance. Yeah. It's an ignorance. Like when, when me and you do it, it's because it's because it, we see it as this, you know, potentiated thing. But when most people do it, they do it because like of a lack of fear, like pigeons walking around people in New York, right? Like they don't, yeah. they're just not scared of it. Um, and those are the it, motherfuckers you hear like try to jump off way. a building or something, trying yeah, to fly, yeah, some
0: stupid shit, which gives it a terrible stigma. But it, it, it should immediate. be
2: respected. We're not, we're not trying to make it sound like it's no big deal. It's definitely a big deal. I mean, there's I, a reason it's was made illegal. <laughs> yeah, and
0: I would I would imagine too if you're someone who's mentally ill-equipped, and you get into a fucking bad spot, and yeah. I'd say you're setting yourself up to have a real bad fucking yeah. time.
2: You know. I mean, I know your friend uh, was tell- was talking about in that WeChat group about some people that took it one time, and they were like freaking out on the floor, and he had to like go talk them down. Like they were like laying on the floor, like spazzing out. Oh,
1: yeah, he also had, like, a fucking horrible one. Like, uh, he did acid with, like, uh, two brothers. And, like, um, one of the brothers just freaked out and left, and no one could find him. And this guy's name is Mike. And so Mike's the one that gave the two brothers the acid. So one, one of the brothers is gone, and the other brother is, like, having a panic attack since he can't find his brother on acid. And he's just pacing... Also, have yeah, mind you, Mike's got a head full of acid, too, as yep. this is all going so he's down. He's having
2: to, like, control.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then so the other brothers in the living room is pacing back and forth in, like, fucking one straight line directly in front of Mike just going. He was saying, like, three things, like, I don't know why I did the acid. It's Mike's fault. I shouldn't have done the acid. I don't know why I did the acid. This is Mike's fault. I don't know why I did the acid. And, like, and then he he's, like, pacing it? back and forth in front of Mike saying this. Well, Mike's on acid, having to listen to it,
0: knowing his brother's gone. <laughs> like, yeah, how many like, fucking times has Mike done acid?
1: Oh, dude, fucking hundreds. Oh, <laughs> he, like, I think
0: he's done more acid than anybody. Yeah, he's
1: definitely, he's, he's surmounted me. And I've done a lot. <laughs> like, I wonder what his
0: fucking brain looks like.
1: I don't know, he's got a fucking cush ash government job doing, like, fucking naval security on, like, <laughs> on ships, man. I don't know how...
2: The, Dude, some people just can't handle it, man. I don't
1: know what it is. Maybe this conversation should fuck. It. His name is Mike
0: Banana. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say his name is Robert Paulson. I say his <laughs> name. Is that the guy from Fight Club? Robert. Pa- his name was Robert Paulson. You mm. ever seen
1: that shit? It's Mike Banana. Well, <laughs> <laughs> of course, I've seen fucking Fight Club. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> you know, we did a. Uh, it's behind you. He did a fucking sequel as a graphic novel. Graphic? Yes, right there. Look at it. It's fucking awesome. Oh, the Art's are great. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing a third one now. Too. Yeah, the third one is uh, a graphic novel as well. It's serialized. The third one's not done yet, but that is the whole graphic novel. Django. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. He took the uh fucking like he couldn't fit the whole script Have you seen that movie? Hmm. Django and Chain? He oh, could yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, he couldn't fit the entire script into the film. So he took the unedited uh, script and made it into a graphic novel. Pretty sweet. Graphic novels are fucking dope, dude. The only one I ever read was Watchmen. A really good one, if you want to borrow it, is uh, it's right there. It's called uh, Day Tripper. It's fucking awesome. It's about this guy who just dies constantly, over and over again. It's kind of like that Netflix show that just came out. I haven't watched it yet, called Russian Doll. I heard it's really good. Where she just fucking dies like every day. She dies on her friend's birthday in the bathroom, and she just keeps fucking dying every time, no matter how many times she relives the day. Like have Day. they made movies about that before? Yeah, like, a, day. like
1: Happy Death Day or something. Yeah yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, apparently it's good. But anyway, Day Tripper's kind of like that, where the guy just fucking dies over and over. He's trying to figure out, you know. It's a common script. Yeah. Like. yeah, but I mean, it's done really interestingly. There uh, I think there are a couple Brazilian guys that wrote it. They also made this other one I have called Two Brothers, about these two guys from Brazil and shit. It's like the duality of their uh, personalities one is like the good son who stays behind and helps the family and the other one is left and he's fucking super jaded and negative and it's sort of the duality of their I think they're twins or something I haven't read that one yet so pretty cool I like that theme it starts all the way back with the
1: Steppenwolf yeah I think I have that Herman Hesse oh. British writer it's basically the same shit but that's like the
0: old version of it man Dude, but it's best, like the, best fucking book on that shelf um shelf shit Silverstein oh uh, yeah <laughs> the giving tree I got that I was talking to my mom also where the sidewalk ends is on there as well yeah I was talking to my mom about uh, the giving tree and she said what the fuck is that and I was explaining it to her cause we are talking about my brother and like how all he fucking does is take and take I was explaining to her the giving tree and uh for whatever reason I was just having to walk again after I had open heart um, and I told you I had those tanks remember yeah. those tanks connected to me draining all the fucking fluid and blood and gunk and shit out of my lung and heart and uh, for the longest time I just walked around the cardiac ward uh, over and over and finally on one of the last days they let me walk the whole hospital and it's fucking exhausting obviously I'm like not gonna fucking Walker and shit and I walked down and went and they had a bookstore in there. And sure enough, they had that fucking book. Oh, okay. There, it's So I was like, hell yeah. You gotta get that. Yeah, Preacher's pretty cool, too. Graphic novel series pretty badass. Preacher with the little prince. Yeah. Hey, good variety there, though. I like yeah, I it. got some fucking graphic novel shit, some more, and you know, some lighter hearted shit, and then I obviously have incredibly dark stuff. Like, Uzumaki, have you ever heard of that shit? Oh, let's well, so
1: American Psycho on there. That was Dude. a fucking crazy book. I read that one. Yeah. I think I read it twice, man. It's it yeah, so subtle. Like, he just eases in, like, the uh, fucked up <coughs> stuff, like, yeah. in his inner monologue, but, like, so subtly. Like, he's like, oh yeah, like uh, this business meeting or this lunch was very similar, but the last time I had one like this was when I was in Aspen. But after the dinner, I had taken the girl home, the waitress, and I shoved a whole can of hairspray up her asshole. And it's like, it just starts off something like, like he's talking about like a business dinner or something, and then like a sentence later, he's talking about a hair can like a hairspray can up someone's asshole yeah uh, and then like fucking next chapter he kills a bum the guy the guy guy who wrote that (laughs) it's
0: pretty interesting too the guy who wrote it I think his name's Brett Easton Ellis or something like that he talked about sort of what the character represents and how apparently if I'm remembering it right it's supposed to be a reflection of him and a lot of it has to do with his relationship with his dad and some fucked up shit I don't know some fucking dark dark shit you know his psyche and all but anyway, Uzumaki is a, it's a Japanese, it's a like a manga series. It's fucked up. It's like a fucked up horror uh, story about spirals and shit. Like this town has these people who have these fucking spirals. Like check this shit out. It's pretty, pretty fucking cool. It's essentially a horror series and, you know, like people's fucking brains, the arts are pretty cool. Like what that's the spirals fr-
1: signify?
0: Just like fucking madness and shit. They've just lost their minds and it's just a fucked up horror situation. I have a shirt with that on. It's pretty dope. <laughs> like this <laughs> fucking. He's like fucking corkscrewing this bitch in the face and fucking rest of her body. Anyway. Okay, you had to grab a dog too. He has one. You want one. Fuck, where's my other dog? <laughs> I think he's with Libby. I ate it. I ate that dog. What the fuck? Where's the ocarina? Oh, it's just fucking sitting over there. Hand me that shit. What? You see that wallet This says bad motherfucker? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> in the movie. It's the one that says bad motherfucker. I told you he was going to break that fucking chair, didn't I? I knew it. I broke it. Don't fucking lean. Not the wallet, stupid, the ocarina. I got the wallet.
2: Oh, my God. Get
0: up. You're going to break the fucking chair. It's leaning, dummy.
2: In his defense, didn't I break that chair originally? Yeah, you did. God
0: damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you fucked the chair. You fucked that chair. Just, just keep, sit on the Just front. fucking set it against the uh, wall. I'll fix it later. Just like I gotta fix that. I'm gonna find out which one of you motherfuckers broke I, my couch. I would've told you if I broke it. check my ocarina out.
2: I forget how to play it. i go from the top. <laughs> Damn magician over there. You gotta hold it Ow. This is...
1: You're gonna have to hold the ones closest and everything
0: after that. It's got a little book that teaches you how to play
2: it.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking ran away in fear immediately. She's like, oh fuck that shit. <laughs> Wait, like you a dog I feel like this is Perfectly fitting For a fucking podcast Regarding <laughs> 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 It's just fucking Devolved it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's, like, it's like Resembling an
0: acid <laughs> <laughs> The fucking guy Just playing a fucking Ocarina Damn. over here <laughs> Oh fuck
2: What's your problem babe? Why couldn't you play it Holy I f- fucking
0: suck.
1: Sorry. I got AIDS all over it. <laughs> Speaking of which, have you seen the new uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: shit. Our levels are so fucked up. We're probably blowing the fucking eardrums out of the people listening to this.
1: They're never going to listen to it to Nah, They're fucking fucking, like,
0: Hey, a- we had two consistent viewers. Where the fuck are you guys? What? Where were they from?
2: The fucking Botswana and uh, Russia.
0: Yeah, we had somebody from something fucking like Russia that. or something. Where you at?
2: Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we appreciate your loyal viewership. As soon as they hear the video, the and last podcast, one that me and gonna turn it off. The last
0: one me <laughs> and, <laughs> and Grant recorded. And
2: they're going to just shut it off. Dude, had, I don't know how the
0: fuck we got all, like, this huge spike right here. Yeah,
2: what, what was that? We had like 60 views out of nowhere. Yeah, we had 57
0: views right here. That was the last one we recorded.
2: Wait, can you see that now? Let's pull it up. We're going to do a shout out to all of our loyal viewers. On that one fucking track. Oh, yeah. Is this the same one? Um, this is the one that got
0: all the fucking...
2: That was a good one, though, honestly.
0: It was the one on competition.
2: Although, I think I was drinking on that one. That might have had something to do with it. I need to start drinking during all the podcasts.
0: America! Buffalo Soldier! It was mostly Brazil, it looks like. Brazil, Jamaica, Russia, Mexico, Colombia...
1: Ain't nobody from here listening to it. Fuck no. Nobody's a fuck about us. <laughs> <laughs> fucking
0: Americans. Don't even fuck with us, Dave.
1: That's crazy. Yeah, we had
0: 54 that week. Damn. Just that one week was 54. I don't know what the fuck happened. Is Maybe that, it got promoted or some shit. Yeah. Shit. And that's why, that's why I started fucking including Jundar, just because the activity levels have to be consistent to be promoted because we pay for yeah. the pro shit, so.
2: Does it show you... Um, does it show you like how long people view the podcast like which parts I know YouTube shows hmm. you like that's a good question the average length of the view right and what part of the video they view
0: Uh, that's a really good question I don't really know
2: because you know if they watch it for five seconds I don't know if that counts as a view or not
0: it just no it just says on J- on January 16th there were 54 plays so they almost all came from there I don't on know one,
2: it must have been promoted there's no way that would just be random right yeah I mean, usually it would, it would be like you know over time, if
0: mm-hmm. it gets popular. But well, here's the thing. Look here, it was like fucking posted. Somebody like posted it on a Twitter thing or something. Look at this, oh. right here. That's a, tw- a dead Twitter link. I don't know what so the fuck happened.
2: It on Twitter. They must be like, hey, this is crazy yeah that was fucking idiots listen to these fucking idiots no we talked about (laughs) privacy that's what it was Was privacy wait was it the one that was popular is that the privacy one or the privacy
0: that was the one on privacy really Mm -hmm.
2: I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that one because I don't remember I
0: don't know but yeah I mean you have to have a level of consistency to uh to fit into the algorithm and to be promoted and stuff yeah so I mean we have to so what I've started to do is to stockpile them so like with Jundart I have like two or three or something and I just schedule them out one week at a time And I'm gonna just You know, like, I did one with him uh, Last week, and then I have this one Now, which is a fucking utter shit show But, you know, what are you gonna do? What this uh, one? This
2: is a good one Well, I mean, yeah, it's.
0: A, I'm saying it's a fucking Start with <laughs> smash. smash Smash He got yeah, me, smash. no, he got me It's smash puss
2: Smash puss I don't I mean, know, I, mean, I feel like if someone <laughs> <laughs> Opens that podcast want <laughs> no listen Yeah, no, I fucking
0: never good with it. Smash yeah. puss. Do the smash puss again. Smash puss. <laughs> <laughs> no, do it like you're like, bro the fuck out, and you're about to smash Yeah, it. we gotta fucking go downtown. We're gonna get some fucking beers.
1: We're gonna fucking cut a ham. We're fucking smashing fucking puss. It's <laughs> the puss. smashing puss. There's so much fucking puss in this fucking town to smash, man. With the
0: guy who's saying that, it's like secretly gay as fuck. Oh, like man. There's super there's a fucking gay.
1: Fat ass puss. This is <laughs> skinny like a ass Park puss. I don't a fucking know. tall girl puss. Shaved puss.
0: Fucking guy puss, there's fucking puss everywhere. It just <laughs> sounds like a fucking Bostonian accent. That's a it fucking sounds It reminds me of the departed or some shit. Fucking
1: egg. It's A. It's some fucking departed puss. <laughs> <laughs> That's dead puss. Oh fucking, shit. I fucking
0: did, girl. I do uh, when, when is it wrong to fuck a dead person? Like at what point? Like right. where did they just die?
1: Well, I mean, well, like. I think as long as they're doing an autopsy it's, it's wrong because you'll get caught.
0: Well, it's like what if you're fucking someone and they die mid-coitus? Is it wrong to finish?
2: Certainly well, not. I mean, not, if you... If you, <laughs> if you <laughs> can Certainly tell, not. I mean, it depends on if you can tell, right? Like, if you're... If they're just laying on the bed. If I knew okay. they died halfway through I would still finish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My thing was going to be like you didn't know they died right like obviously if they're laying on their stomach on the bed and you're fucking them and they die you won't know no no i mean i'm
0: talking about if you knew oh you have to fucking know not accident, because it doesn't matter if you don't know you don't know
2: well i mean as long as you don't take their pulse technically you can't prove that they died yeah so as long as you keep fucking them and you suspect they may be dead
0: you suspect or know They're fucking dead I'm not You're a
2: registered nurse I just
1: kept pumping <laughs> <laughs>
0: you just be like
2: I mean, Officer least, I thought it would Fucking bring her back to life At least they yeah. won't get pregnant now Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I,
1: She was talking about Abortions all night I mean look at this bitch I mean, aren't we kind uh, of all glad you, she died I was watching, you
2: can feel le- less guilty about not getting tested and not using a condom right yeah, you just, yes, if you only fuck people can feel people. less guilty about not killing a baby <laughs> I
1: mean, time. yeah you can just only <laughs>
0: fuck people in the morgue and then you just circumvent all these problems
1: Dude, if I worked in the morgue, ain't
0: nobody would be safe.
1: (laughs) Oh, shit. Dude, your daughters, your husbands, everybody that got brought through there. Like the fucking hide-your-wife guy. Hide your keys. Hide your (laughs) wife. Everyone's getting some of my fingers, dude. (laughs) Whether it be between your toes, between your cracks. Your cracks. You know, I'm getting everybody that comes through there. (laughs) Like, no one's getting buried, like... You
0: know, pure. Why don't you uh, <laughs> become a mortician?
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. cut people over, open embalming them, and fucking.
0: Well, no, I mean a mortician. I don't think cuts people open. That's I a would the mortician. That's do a, their, no, that's a that's the fucking. The embalmer. Yeah, but no, that's a totally different job. If you're talking about the person who does like a fucking autopsy, that's like a pathologist or some well, shit. I thought the mortician does the
1: embalming. You
0: no. Know? Yeah, they do the embalming, but a pathologist like a person who does an autopsy is I not a mortician. The, was I talking
1: about the autopsy? Yeah.
0: Do you want to be the mortician who just embalms motherfuckers because they're already dead and the autopsy's done?
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's, a pathologist that's is easy a fucking is doctor. Have sex with them. Yeah, but a pathologist. I think. I think a pathologist
0: is the doctor that gets the body in the morgue and then does the autopsy. Well, I need the body after that. Okay, (laughs) you could be the one who fucking eviscerates them, stitches them back up, and then fuck them. That's a pathologist, I think. Or you could just be the. But if you're the mortician, it's more dead. It's more fresh if you're the pathologist. They're less dead. They're less stiff. feel like it'd be more right. It'd feel more real.
1: Imagine yeah. if you got, like, one of those, like, after-death twitches while you were yeah. fucking them or something. Well,
0: I was watching this fucking dude at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning last night catch frogs. That'd be scary. <laughs> <Dude, laughs> Imagine
1: mean, th- fucking on your ass as you were <laughs> fucking them.
0: I was watching this guy catch blood. frogs last night at, like, 3 o'clock gay in the fucking frogs? morning. Not just regular frogs. Alex I think Jones frogs. No, they were just fucking frogs.
2: Okay. Why are you going to do that to Alex Jones? I love Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's catching
0: these fucking frogs, and he's making a frog sandwich. Okay, And I'm like, what the fuck is a frog sandwich? How does that even work? So he catches the frogs, and he's like a fucking nice little northwestern guy. He looks like a fucking bald-ass Canadian. He was just like, yeah, you know, this is a nice plump frog. He had the fucking chippiest attitude. He's like, yeah, you know, you just fucking kill him here. Bow! He just fucking banged his fucking skull against the... Table and just fucking cracked his skull open, but killed him. He's like, "Yeah, okay, he's dead now." <laughs> I'm like, "You fucking think?" And then he takes his little fucking knife, slices his head off, and then twists that motherfucker off, and then cuts his fucking feet off, and then he takes his pliers, rips his fucking skin clean off, and then he uh, was cutting his legs off, and little fucker's legs and just kept twitching, kept twitching, and even when he threw him in the frying pan, still twitching, and he breaded that shit. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, look, I would eat that shit. I'm not lying. He breaded that shit up, threw the legs in the frying pan, a little portable frying pan, breaded them up, got the body all gutted and shit. It was a female. They had eggs and shit in it. Threw that away. He fried that shit up and pulled, pulled it apart. It looked like lobster, kind of. He put it on a roll with some lettuce and mayonnaise and shit. It looked fucking good. He seasoned that shit up with some paprika and stuff. Damn. I'd eat that
2: frog. I ate a lot of frog in China. Really? Yeah, we, we had frog, st- frog. Was yeah. it good? It's damn yeah, good. It. Well, dude, it was like it was it was legit frog too. Like, it still had the little bones and shit. Yeah, and you had to pick the muscle off. That's the how bones. that was. Yeah. Uh, this
0: guy, Jeremy's, ate frog. He said it was good. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we had, there
2: was there was it was like a stew, and it had like frog and squid in it. Yeah, and they were like squid legs, with, I don't know what you call them, legs. Yeah. squid tentacles, tentacles, and it still has little, little suction cups. Yeah. and you just eat the whole thing. Yeah. I don't know about all that. Yeah. I'd eat the frog, but the I like calamari, but i yeah. about no fucking suctions and shit. So, and there were lo- there was lotus flower in there too, right? This is the
1: lotus root. Oh. Okay. Yeah, but it's fucking great, man. Yeah, yeah that's, it. Tastes like basically
2: like a like a, a little bit thicker texture of a potato. And dude, be living in the South now, having gone Western Carolina for four years, I've now had both deer and squirrel. Fuck yeah, dude! So now I've, I've had, had I've had elk. Really? I've never had deer.
0: I never had squirrel. Yeah, I've never head? had squirrel either, actually. Yeah. What about dog? You eat dog over there? They eat dog. I, I, n- eat I dog. know in rural areas. No, they they know, eat in like the city, man.
1: I've, really? I've gone by fucking shops where dogs hanging up in the window, dead. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, man. I'm sorry. I got, a, I got this. What the
2: fuck? I couldn't do it. I couldn't eat a dog. You could eat a dog. Nah. No, what if it me was, the was the like a out. dog that, that bit a bunch of people? I mean, I'd, I'd put him down or,
0: or something. I just couldn't eat him. I don't know.
2: I know, but then you're just putting the meat to waste, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I wouldn't care if other people ate it. What if it was a pit bull that killed like twenty people and you were starving to death?
0: Well, it's fucking, of course, yeah. What I'm you just saying t- it wouldn't be my first choice. What if you
2: weren't starving to death, but you just hadn't eaten in like a day and you were going to get f- food tomorrow? I'd wait. I can wait. What if you weren't going to get food for another three days? <sighs> that's See, a tough. There it's is tough. a line. Yeah, yeah, of course,
0: there's a line. But it's like I look at my little dog. Look at her. God Christ, she's fucking
2: adorable. Hey, but it's not that little cute dog. It's I couldn't her a bunch of people. Yeah, I mean that's different. A school shooting. Damn. Yeah. Kind you're of lucky. fucking evil are you <laughs>
0: describing. Good lord. What the fuck is this demon dog? My God. Christ. I don't even want to fucking imagine this fucking dog.
2: Dude, pit bulls, man. Yeah. They can be killed. I don't
0: understand, like, people who just always want to get pit bulls. My brother's like that. What the fuck's with that? That's weird. Why would you want to breed a dog to be mean? Like, my dog, look at this skittish dog. He's fucking terrified that he just walked back through the door. Look at him. Little fucking greyhound. Look how scared he is. Look. Dude, he won't even let you pick me up. No, he's fucking super skittish, dude. He's always nervous as fuck.
1: Cause he looks like a fucking mosquito, dude. He swat his ass down, dude. Fucking natural reflex on that motherfucker.
0: I gotta get a better fucking chair to bring in here now that your ass broke it. I break it, a roll broken. Rebroken. She's like fucking six pounds, dude. What the fuck? Six pounds of
1: fat
2: (laughs) She's all fur. Also that dent in your ceiling there? mm -hmm. I think that was me.
0: No, that's been there. You didn't do that. Uh, well you that's the door.
2: You say that, but I think I
0: made it worse one time. I don't know. It's the fucking door. You see my new blondes? Fucking finally, they came and put them up. I could have did it myself, but the principle is we paid for the fucking installation.
2: Oh, they're red. Yeah. It's racist. <laughs> yeah, they're
0: pretty dumb. They bring a little color to the room. Yeah. And I love, like, the little, the way you lift them up. They don't have those dumbass cords. I hate those fucking cords. You just go, whoop. I'm
1: gonna go get a beer and go smoke. Fuck this podcast. We out, dog. Are we, are we fucking ending it? Dude, How we're talking about again? fucking blinds. I <laughs> still <laughs> <laughs> wanna fucking hear that. The, hey, hey, hey.
0: Somebody, my some <laughs> nice blinds. Alright, we're wrapping it up. We got a good Well, At least tell them
1: the fucking brand of the blinds.
0: So Bali. The blinds. Bali blinds. Bali. You owe me, motherfuckers. Them, them Bali, so like, I'm still. Indonesia yes.
1: blinds.
0: My st- still, my big blinds downstairs is on back order, the motherfuckers. Some bitch. Anyway, fucking hating on my blinds, man. I'm really proud of them. Anyway, y'all, we out. Thanks for listening. Brad,
2: remember this watch?